God help. I need some help. Help me. Help. You exploit them and spread whatever problems they have to the whole world. You think that's helping? <laughs> We say that every day. Why can't we say it more often? I just love you. I just want to go to the rooftops and scream. I love my best friend. Howdy, y'all. I hope you're doing well. I'm Willard, and you're listening to Twinkle Dads, an emo advice show. If you would like to send in a question asking for personal advice to be answered by me and or one of our very special guests on an upcoming episode, you can do one of two things. You could email twinkledad69 at gmail.com or DM me on Twitter, Instagram at emo advice show. Uh, Yeah, let us help you help yourself. I understand that we're strangers and that you've probably never met me or, you know, any guest that comes on the podcast. But just know that no matter what, we care for you. And if you feel comfortable enough to open up, then please don't be scared. Shoot us a question and let us think about you. Let us talk about you. So once again, uh, you can reach out at twinkledad69 at gmail.com or at Emo Advice Show on Twitter and or Instagram. Thank you so much. Without further ado, this is my interview with Captain Jazz. Uh, Doug Kinsella from fucking Captain Jazz. I, I think this is... So the Captain Jazz self-titled, which if you don't know what it is, I just want to like explain the image to you. Uh... It's just the American football house on fire. I I think this is like one of the, like, Captain Jazz, the fucking self-titled, is like one of the most interesting uh, and truly most like invigorating releases that has come out in like the emo punk scene in a long time because, and I think we kind of talk about it, nervously talk about it, but we kind of talk about it, about how it's just such a beautiful, like, conversation and synthesis of just kind of like this terminally online world that we live in and there's just it feels like there's just like a lot of like vital anger and presence whenever it talks about dead internet formats or just kind of talks about other bands in relation to what it is to just kind of be so unhappy with yourself um, and so it just means the world to be able to talk to Doug about it as well as get a beer tier list from him, which was a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, I think without further ado, this is in my interview with Doug from Captain Jazz. And the song that I picked to lead us into it is the opening track, The Simpsons 2. I kind of didn't want to do this track because I know... In previous interviews, uh, Doug has mentioned that it just sounds too pretty. Um, And even though I do think that's kind of the case, it is just such a perfect opener. And, you know, if it's a perfect opener to an album, it might as well just be a perfect opener to this conversation. So this is The Simpsons 2 by Captain Jazz, followed by my conversation with him and us answering your questions. Thank you all so much, and I'll talk to y'all oh so soon. Um, how did you come up with the name Post 10? Okay, Post 10 means nothing. It's a name I came up with when I was 14, and I created Post 10. No, maybe I was 15 or 16. I, I can't really remember, but... Someone replied, ooh, that's a good question. No, it doesn't mean anything. It just means I post things. In fact, Post 10 was created... Uh, I didn't get to see my father m- much when I was a child, and... He was able to watch my videos. In fact, a lot of my old aquarium videos were actually meant for him to see. And he was proud of me when my channel started taking off. Uh, He passed away in 2019 from uh, dealing with lung cancer a few years. That actually came as a shock. I didn't know he had it. He was telling me it was Lyme disease because he didn't want me to worry about it. He said it would go away. I should have known, but when someone is 
when someone close to you is sick, you don't see, you can't see it. You pretend nothing's wrong. His hair was falling out. I should have known it was cancer or something. But then his hair started growing back. I guess he got better for a while, but then it went way downhill. He was a heavy smoker. He tried to change at the end. He wanted to be around to see what I would become. He started doing stuff, trying to help himself with his life. He was deeply addicted to cigarettes. He started vaping at the end, hoping it would help him. Hello, would you like to introduce yourself? What's up, everyone? Douglas Kinsella from Captain Jazz here, back with another podcast interview. <laughs> We're here on Twinkle Dad, so excited to talk to Willard and the whole crew. Again, this is Douglas Danger Kinsella of Captain Jazz, the internet sensation band. Yes, the fucking, the probably like one of the most distinct or the band responsible for one of the most distinct projects of the last year in the in the scene, if you will. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's let's start off with an icebreaker. If you had to describe how your day is going as a type of hairstyle, which hairstyle would you pick? Why? I think we're going with um, someone who has a mohawk, but they don't have it spiked up right now. It's underneath the beanie. It's sort of hidden away. Um, because we have to put in the nine to five at the coffee shop. Right. So it's got to happen. Yeah. So you see like the hair like peeking out a bit. Yeah. You can see like on the sides, it's not there through the beanie, but you're like, there's a little bit coming out the back, a little bit coming out the side. What's up there? What's going on? It's like yeah. double D from Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a, a good point because also it's just like, yeah, from like an outside, it's just like, okay, they probably have a full head, but then when they like lift it off, it's like, oh shit bald kind of kind of sort of sort of uh yeah so i guess just like the first question is how's it going how has 
you know, I think your first, I think two months since uh, the Captain Jazz self-titled release. How has the project been? How have you been? Uh, I've been incredibly stressed out the entire time. I'll tell you that much. Uh, from the moment uh, the Japanese emo blog like posted the album art in late November, that night and and the night the album came out my phone was just and i was like what have i done i've put myself (laughs) in some sort of legal bind now that i'm attached to forever um and then it was really really good for like two days after the album came out and then everyone who liked it they said their piece and like walked out the door and then everyone who was mad at the idea started chiming in and i was like this is what it's going to be like forever but now nothing's happening which is good in a way um i just got the tapes in this morning oh wow so excited i think they look dope so i'm really happy about that how's your day going uh you know my day is going good uh i think just picked up a picked up a closing shift right after this so Uh. it's you know the, the hiding the mohawk under the hat <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean just spent most of the day just listening to uh the want and of course uh lp2 so yeah because i remember at least when the album dropped just kind of like the big bang it had because mm-hmm. like yeah, I woke up that morning and like the first thing I see on my phone is the fucking American football house on fire. <laughs> and just like there are like so many elements of it like going on at once. And I feel like, you know, there is just so much of like a polarizing reaction immediately that it's just like, you know, I think now looking at it, like, you know, how do you feel about like <laughs> just like all of like the detractors because that got like a lot of pushback as well yeah. as yeah i mean i got a lot of support so it's it's hard for me to i feel like i'm always talking about the negative i'm always so focused on the negative i guess because that's just the part that's interesting for a lot of people mm-hmm. um i i i thought it was disappointing um in a couple ways in that like I feel people are always looking for something new, always wanting the genre to advance, but they're, it's really easy to get stuck in the same thing and to view as anything pushing away from that as um, wrong or incorrect. And like, I, the, the, my, my perspective on, on emo and in the DIY space uh, has been that it's gotten... I don't, soft isn't the right word because that sounds like I'm a fucking Gen X guy. Like everyone's <laughs> soft these days, but it's gotten a little Steven Universe, you know. And I mean, that's great for some people, um, and I'm happy for them. But I, I, I don't know. I I wanted to make something. I don't know. I like punk rock, and so I thought I'd be punk rock. And some people didn't like that, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah that like it makes sense i think yeah definitely i because like a big like i think a huge element throughout like you know the album especially and even like looking at songs on like the want is just kind of like the almost like constant and consistent like cultural conversation like you know your art has because like i don't know i because i think about a like there is this like rate your music review on the album that just said something like, like, there's no way anyone over the age of 16 wrote this. And I'm like, I'm like, he mentions it. He mentions ICQ. Like (laughs) there's no way no one over the age, like he has to be over the age of 26 at least. At least. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that and, cracked me up because it. I feel like it misses the mark of the album so much, but it, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess just like when, you know, you talk about the approach of punk rock, when it comes to just kind of like all of like, yeah, all the media and kind of culture that you reference, like what inspired that? Or I think like, has that always been a part of like your approach to art or... <laughs> I remember for a long time, I was really against like modern references. Um, 
because I think there's a snowing song where uh, I sent a thousand texts that I regret. And I remember when I first heard that lyric, I was like, ew, it's kind of gross to reference texting in a song. Like it should be something organic, something relatable. And then as time went on, I, I listened to a lot of internet poisoned music, a lot of um, mashups and stuff that references things. And sometimes it like, it can make you feel closer to it. The Malcolm in the Middle uh, sound bites on the Brave Little Abacus just got back from the discomfort. It's sort of, it's like a, it's another mirror through which to see something reflected. And I think it's kind of also interesting. I'm sorry. I'm a fucking pretentious asshole. Um, uh, getting over it with Bennett Foddy. He talks in that game about uh, creating something out of trash, out of discarded items. And I've always liked that sort of repurposing something unused or cast away into a new item. Hmm. So that's where a lot of the inspiration for that came from. But it was also me just being like, fuck it. I want to write exactly what I'm thinking right now. And mm -hmm. I didn't think anyone was going to listen to it. Yeah. I mean, and clearly, uh, yeah, it's definitely got in. I mean, you got the inco and cosine, which. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, very ideal i guess so when like putting yourself like out there in that regards like you know oftentimes especially in like emo music there is like just the regret of like oh fuck now this like lives on tape forever like do you have yeah. like like a good relationship with that if that makes sense or i think so um yeah there's nothing i said that's untrue or I would feel that I would regret saying I it was disappointing to me that immediately Kitty the rapper was like is this the guy who wrote the yucky song about me and I was like that song's about me being a dickhead you obviously didn't listen to it but that's okay but yeah I mean if you mention anyone I think they're gonna look into it um yeah I I don't regret it at all I I, I think more people will respond positively to the more outlandish things I say than the people who would be against it would be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, the kitty thing is that's just, uh, it, it's, it's funny because it's just like that. Yeah. I like, I like looked back into the lyric like at hand. I'm like, this, I don't know. Um, disregarding that and i think just kind of like sorry for focusing on like the negative like pushback that's okay i love negative pushback honestly i live in it and i thrive in it every time i get a negative comment i'm like oh every time i get a positive comment i'm like man i should i should lighten up i should be i should make nicer music for these people who are so kind and so open to me but then anytime's like yo what the fuck is this captain jazz bullshit this guy sucks <laughs> i'm like the next album is harsh noise for 44 fucking minutes <laughs> Yeah, this next album, like none of you have ever heard Power Electronics, you fucking will now. Yeah, we're going Lou Reed metal machine music on this one. Yeah, the fucking most abrasive thing that <laughs> posted on Sophie's floorboard. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I think, you know, like what has been like, I guess just like some like positive like highlights, connections since you posted the album. I... I've loved seeing um, Look at the Bones was is a band from Seattle, I believe. You had them on. I listened to that episode. I was so sad the first part got cut out, but that's okay. Um, I They posted that it's such a good representation of like being stuck in a shitty band for so long and wanting to escape that. I was like, that is exactly where I was coming from. Um, I've seen a lot of people take so many different messages from it. It's just like, it's really uh, validating and awesome of me to see people be inspired by it and connect with it so much. Mm -hmm. And um, it doesn't hurt that a lot of people are saying it's the best album of the year, too, because it is. I'm the greatest musician to ever live, plus I'm six feet tall. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> like seven feet on good days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, have you like written much music since or I um 
immediately after it came out, uh, I wrote more for a song that was on a comp, I believe. And then I just, I recently rec- wrote and recorded a song for another comp that's coming out. Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't written many words in terms of the next release. I'm kind of just waiting to see what all happens, you know? Yeah. Like letting it just kind of soak in and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, do you even at this point, I mean, kind of silly because once again, it's just kind of been like two months and it's like very immediate. You know, like, do you just see any, like, general direction of the project? Because I know it's, like, mostly online or, like, Mm -hmm. solo bedroom stuff. Like, do you see it, like, branching out in any aspects? I I would love to play live. Playing live music is, like, my favorite thing in the entire world. And um, I thought I would never do it again. But now this has given me a great opportunity to find a larger audience. And so I'd love to play live. I've gotten a lot of invites. I'm trying to get it all together. Um, so I can do that. And then I have the next, the, the form of the next release, uh, planned and I'm I'm excited to start playing around with that. Well, why, why should just be harsh noise? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be harsh noise and it's going to, it's a video album that you have to watch on daily motion. Oh shit. Like just hard stuck at like one twenty (laughs) eight. Yeah. Yeah. It stops loading at 12 minutes, 24 seconds every time. Yeah. And then just like halfway through, it's like a QR code for like a Vimeo link. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think, I mean, just kind of um, with that, the last question I have, which could maybe like branch off into more, um, but like on the topic of just like hearing pot, like, I guess, receiving positivity um i always think of uh, the one tweet by i believe his name's zach ellis a great white bison on twitter who kind of was just like captain jazz is achieving everything home is where tried to uh do which i i think it ascends to me i very much they're kind of like 1a like 1b of my favorite email projects of last year mm-hmm. but like because I'm like, y'all kind of like, in terms of just cultural conversation, accomplished like, you know, so much, much different ways. Like the comparison doesn't feel like flattering, but in that you posted a meme, you tend to post a lot of memes <laughs> very <Yeah>. quickly. <laughs> um, and it was um, mentioned Captain Jazz as alcoholic email. <laughs> Um, and so I, if you're willing, I have a list of five beers. If you want to do a beer blind rank, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Okay. Sick. So the first one I have Corona. Uh Oh, I'm going to get a a lot of hate for this because I love shitty beer. Like the shittier the beer, the better. Corona for me is like a high A. Okay. Especially with just a little bit of a lime in it. (laughs) Yeah, that that nice little kick, you know. (laughs) I'm a huge cerveza guy, though. I I don't think I've drank a beer that wasn't a cerveza in about nine years. (laughs) <laughs> the next one, um, kind of related because it's not a cerveza, a rolling rock. I mean, it's in the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> it's S plus. It's S plus plus plus. <laughs> it it has to be. I saw in another interview that you mentioned uh uh being from uh the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Washington for a few years, and I was like immediately i'm like oh yeah rolling rock like you know, <laughs> kind of kind of perfect so we have rolling rock at s plus and then corona at a yes third one natty ice i don't think i've ever had it really yeah yeah so may, may i place the ranking for you is that yeah okay? please do it's up okay. to you now we're working yeah, together on this, to this is this is my interview, actually. You're just <laughs> uh, F. 
Okay. All right, there uh, we go. Yeah, it, it's just piss. It is. I just- think um, when I was in high school, someone played a prank on me by putting a bunch of Natty Light cans in my car. And then I, I didn't understand the prank, but I did throw all the cans <laughs> away in the school trash cans. <laughs> and so I never drank a Natty Light or a Natty Ice. But that did happen to me. Yeah, that's... That's a very like I yeah. There's no purpose to that prank. <laughs> it was so surreal. I just I like, got out of school and I looked in my car. I'm like, there's like 120 empty cans of Natty Light. <laughs> 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 Do you have any idea who it was? Or just... I have no idea who it was to this day. But honestly, big ups to them because it's sort of a David Lynch moment in my life that I love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that I can't even fucking imagine that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, next one. Blue Moon. I gotta go with the solid C on Blue Moon. It's it's a nice it's this nice stray from the past sometimes, but it's a, a little too creamy for my taste. Mm-hmm. It's like milk. That's fair. That's very fair. Uh Final one, so I guess we have Corona, A, Rolling Rock, S+, Natty Ice, F, uh, Blue Moon, C, Bud Light. Bud Light? I I can't drink any Budweiser because of childhood trauma, but the few times I have drank it, it's been all right. So I'll I'll put it in a C-, minus, right behind um, Blue Moon. Okay. That's that's fair ranking. So I guess... um, to wrap it up, if like what would you say would be F tier beers for you, and what would you say would be like uh, S plus in like the company of Rolling Rock? Any IPA, we're putting it in the trash. It's like the worst thing I've ever tasted. I'm sorry. Um, another F tier. Uh, I'm over seltzers. I'm so over seltzers that I'm putting them in F. I'm sorry, White Claw. It doesn't taste good anymore. Um, what else are we putting in F? We got to get rid of um, Michelob Ultra. You've had Michelob Ultra. <laughs> uh, Twisted Tea. We're done with Twisted Tea now. And for uh, the greatest beers of all time, uh, Evil PBR is what I call it. It's the PBR that's in the black cans. Um, that's extra mean. Um, Kettle House Brewing Company Cold Smoke is S plus tier. Oh my, I'm just re- talking about beer. I love this. Um, <laughs> Miller Genuine Draft, the one, the black can with the eagle on it. Uh-huh. I drank 70 of those while I was making the want. <laughs> That's how I made it. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> so what's meaner about the uh, black label PBR? I think it has like 0.5% more ABV in it, but it comes in a black can. And so you can, you can, you can be evil while you drink it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just energy wise. otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Just normal PBR. So. You get to stand in the corner and put your hair over your eye when you drink it. Yeah. Fucking dark magic. Yeah. Take that beanie <laughs> off. Take the hat off. Fucking mohawk hair over eyes, bro. Yeah. Unstoppable. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm listening to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Honestly, it feels like excellent energy for the Captain Jazz self-titled. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's the yeah. pairing. Yeah, that is the fucking evil pairing. Evil. <laughs> so usually I will start off like, you know, before we go into this interview section and then after we'll play a song from uh, the album. I have yet to pick the song that will play us into but if we, if you had to pick a song from uh, Captain Jazz LP two to play us off into the advice questions, which one would you pick and why? I think I'd pick "The World Is a Marketable Place" and I am no longer afraid to sell. 
because it's it's I think it, it states the themes of the album the best, and plus it's got the the most plays on Spotify. That's not the first song, so uh-huh. people like it the most, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think excellent. I am I am a huge fan of that song as well. Also, just because I think the title. I don't know, especially when it comes to um, art and kind of putting your like music act out there is like so much of it is like for transactional purposes so i think yeah that is excellent so i'm going this is the world is a marketable place and i am no longer afraid to sell by captain jazz then we'll get on to the advice questions thank you all so much and talk to you all soon Doug and Twinkle Dad. Longtime listener, first time asker. What do I do about this older guy I work with? He like just sucks to talk to. Like the worst guy you've ever met, just trying to talk to me and my other female coworkers. And he is like trying to talk to us about his sugar baby and how he has a Rolex and jokes that packages I signed for him are blow up dolls and other sex toys. I don't want to report him or anything, but how do I subtly get the hint across that I do not want to talk to him about this stuff? Sincerely, Ari and Kenosha. Ari, you've landed yourself in one of life's worst predicaments. It's an annoying man who will not go away. I had one of these at my job until very recently. Um who just wouldn't shut up and is constantly making these dated jokes that are not funny and he's the only one laughing at them but therein lies your best defense is he's the only one laughing at him all you got to do to make these guys <laughs> stop talking is just <laughs> not respond at all just like be busy with something else every time he comes around and then 
just get busier when he starts talking. I used to be so good at this at my last job. We had a guy who would come in and just talk, 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 blah, blah, blah. and I'd be like, oh man, I got to go take care of this. I don't know what workspace you're in, but um, that's my best advice for it. I don't know. The, the thing is, is they'll laugh at their own jokes forever too, man. I hate mm. this kind of guy. Yeah. Especially, you know, in, in terms of like, I guess like, harassment like this where it's like really kind of for their purpose yeah so i think like yeah for you ari it's just like as if you're able to leave the space because i feel like even like sometimes non-response depending on like the type of guy it is they'll just like you know continue to like hammer it home and just listen to them self-talk and crack themselves up yeah it's awful yeah no it's fucking it's fucking horrible um yeah i don't i'm trying to think i also just thinking about the idea of just like getting them to stop talking and i'm like you could just use like physicality or (laughs) but (laughs) just punch him in the neck honestly yeah instead of taking him to hr take yourself to hr by fucking attacking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> get felony assault charges it's the only way out yeah um yeah you won't work with him anymore <laughs> <laughs> he probably will not return working um but yeah i think yeah i guess just like how do you feel doug about like in situations like this when it comes to like reporting versus like non-reporting like how do you feel about that because like that's like the one thing that sticks up in this question is like i don't want to like report them but it's like where's like the fine line of just like you know reporting him getting it to stop versus like you know like being silent or like moving away whenever he comes the other thing about the yeah the, the thing about this is the more they see they can get away with the more they'll push the line and so it might be best, like, just to nip it in the bud, talk to someone about it who can help. Um, I'm not the best at social situations because in real life, I'm I'm uh, incredibly shy and I just uh, don't interact with anyone at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I if you're able to talk to someone privately about it who has the power to maybe reel them in or make them not be able to come into your space that's also a really good idea i think Mm. um because at the end of the day the the company probably still wants you working there and if this is something that's getting in the way yeah unless they're awful too which i mean at that point it's time to start a, a parody band on Twitter and um, get everyone mad at you so you can make $200 and then give it all away. Yeah. Fucking Lieutenant Jazz. Like, <laughs> Lieutenant Jazz. Yeah. And you just see like the band camp tag that's like Kenosha, like Wisconsin. You're like, oh, <laughs> Ari, no. <laughs> no. My bit. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined my joke. <laughs> But I think that's like, I think that's a fair point as well. Like, you know, for you, Ari, is like, because it's like, if you report them, it's just like, I think they either like, you know, they could either like, A, like want you to keep working there or like, B, they're afraid of a lawsuit. Yeah. (laughs) And so there's really no reason to not talk to someone about it if you're feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that that really is just kind of like, not to say that this is like a black and white question or situation, but mm-hmm. that kind of is like just talk to someone and also like, you know, I think take care of yourself, especially when you're being subjected to just kind of like that creepy, weird behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So, Doug, do you have any song recommendations you would like to give Ari? I wrote down a couple here. I, I wrote down Small Man Big Mouth by Minor Threat. I thought that might uh speak to that experience a little bit and then i was trying to choose an ampere song just because i like that band and it's kind of loud aggressive fast and um 
if you were playing that while he was talking, he might be quiet if you played it loud and fast enough. So all of Like Shadows by Ampere. Just toss that on when he comes in. Make it so you can't have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe I... So how do you spell that band's name? Or sorry, I... A-M-P-E-R-E. A-M... And how, like, or, like, what kind of, like, music is it? Uh, that's, like, a really fast screamo. Really mm. fast squams. Okay. Um, I will... Yeah, I think... I get you can honestly take the direction of like just blasting music in order to like get right. someone away. So many. I'd love to know more about the environment in which this is happening because you can use environmental dangers in so many different ways to ward off attackers and bullies. Yeah. Uh, if I can, um, at, at my kitchen job on the topic, uh, someone set the fryer on fire. Ooh. <laughs> it's like fully starting fire. So you could do that. <laughs> yeah, start a fire. <laughs> yeah, start a fire. Like if you work anywhere with like food and stuff, you can just be like <laughs> <laughs> Time to burn, motherfucker. Time to burn. I think I'm trying to think like what would be ways out? I because I'm imagining this in like a corporate setting, just kind yeah. of give it a um like you know, signing for packages where it's just like, okay, so let's say hypothetically you can't blast like shadows. Right. Just <clears throat> trying to think of like, like what are like other like environmental, like or circumstantial, like dangers you can switch to, you know? Oh my God. I just got a phone call. I can't do the interview anymore. Goodbye. See how yeah. well that worked. We all believed it too. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, it would be so great to talk to you, but I'm actually like 30 minutes late for lunch, and I've got to um, go to lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like lean over, like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry now. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think really for you, Ari, it's, uh, yeah, please talk to someone uh, for your own sake. And for the workplace environment sake, do you have any final words before we play the songs, Doug? Uh, don't let bullies win. That's something I learned from the hotelier. Yeah, that is. I honestly learned that uh, you cannot spray paint on a house or else they would call the cops on you and that you have to Photoshop the spray paint on. God damn it. God fucking damn it. But yeah, Ari. I hope you're doing well. I hope that uh, this advice and conversation served you, and I hope you enjoy the songs. Uh, so this is Small Man, Big Mouth by Minor Threat, and um, I'll probably edit in the track I picked from Like Shadows by Ampere. Thank you all so much, and I'll, we'll talk to you all so soon.
Hey, Doug and Twinkle Dad. I'm in my final semester of my senior year of college with three pretty tough classes while also working. 10 hours a week for internships, at least 20 hours a week for work, and a lot for classes. I have to write a movie and make a short film by the end of the semester. I'm stressed. Because of the massive weight on my shoulders to finish my final semester strong, I'm incredibly anxious that I won't be able to keep up. As a baseline, I'm anxious all the time, but I'm freaking out right now. I really need advice on how to manage my time better and not stress myself into a pit all the time. Please help. Thank you. Tommy Two Toes from Elko. Tommy, I know what it's like to be crunched for time. Trust me. Uh, I was never a big learner, uh, but I am a, a sort of a creator. I create things sometimes at the same time as I'm working way too much at my job currently. I need to stop working so much. Um, but there's really no advice <laughs> that I can give you except you just you just have to go through it. It's going to suck and it's going to be hard. I'm sorry. I it's gonna be so worth it too is the crazy part um that I go through like crazy manic stages where like I'll make something creative in like an hour <laughs> blast through uh -huh. it um if that's not the way you like to do it you could also write down one word of your movie script every 35 seconds and just keep a timer going nearby so whatever you're doing oh take a break and uh -huh. uh, take a break then and we before you know it you're gonna have a movie script probably within 48 hours and then i mean shooting it you just take it a saturday um the shooting's the easy part though i i'm i'm heavy into video editing and that's where all the hard work is, is editing shit down um mm -hmm. so in terms of anxiety, dude, I don't know. I am so riddled with anxiety. Uh, my girlfriend can tell you that I run off pure nervous energy at all times. Mm. Um, but also, remember to take time for yourself, especially if you're in college and you're doing internships. You're so young. So many things ahead of you. Oh, my gosh. I know it sounds cliched, dated, uh, boomer-esque, perhaps. But um, you're going to look back on this awful time and really miss it at some point because there have been times when I've been stressed out. And then like two years down the line, I was like, man, I was in my element right then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess just to kind of like, I don't know, like just kind of because it's like related to uh, Tommy, your I struggles with time management. Uh, like you said, Doug, you've like, you know, you work perhaps like too much at your job, you know? So like, how has like been like, you know, working, I presume like a high rate, how is that like, how is your like working schedule and like balancing like Captain Jazz and like music? Cause I can imagine that's also just like fucking intensive, you know? It's impossible, dude. I, <laughs> I constantly feel like I'm not following up. I get, a lot of nice people sending me nice messages and I have messages from my old friends and I'm like, I, I, I drive most of the day. So I like, I can't be texting all day. So I feel really bad because I miss out on a lot of stuff. Um, hmm. So yeah, I, it sucks, man. Uh, there's just some, sometimes you have to sit down and force yourself to make time uh, for the things that you're really passionate about. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, I mean, it is a very valid point because it's also just kind of like easy to like let things, yeah. you know, I know, especially just like, even like for like podcasting, it's just like, you know, like when it comes to like booking guests or just like sending emails, like if you like bounce that on top of like all the work, it's just like the sad truth of it is like, you can take time for your like self like you can just be like i'm not going to like look at my phone like i'm not going to like think about this work and i'm just going to like you know like sleep or do work right and then eventually you'll like become too late to like respond to that like one person you'll have like a fucking like booking slip through and you're just like ah <laughs> yeah. oh, perfect yeah ah fucking <laughs> you know, 
Like that's another missed opportunity. And I think, you know, I, I definitely think uh, taking time, kind of forcing yourself to like take that time, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just like resounds like it's solid advice. Also, and, and the crazy uh, thing is too, that um, I spend so much more time worrying about the task than the task ever takes. And I never learned that lesson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's always just like sitting in fucking, it's anxiety. It is yeah. just, yeah. Fucking so much of it is just sitting there worrying and then you have like what happens happens and you're like, oh, that. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. There, <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah. So I guess. Yeah, for you, Tommy, it's just like you gotta, yeah, set a timer to fucking write the script, but also just like realize that it's like not to say the generic thing of like anxiety isn't real, but it's just like it's worth it to set that timer. It's worth it to just kind of push because at the end of the day, you know, you can be in your element right now and you don't want to like regret like ignoring it. Yeah. I remember very clearly uh, when I was like in college and in high school, I my most productive time would be staying up until 3 a.m. and drinking Diet Pepsi. Um, that's when I would get the most work done. I would be zooming away writing. Mm -hmm. So if that works for you too, work, uh, staying up until 3 a.m. and drinking Diet Pepsi, that's a good idea too. Yeah, I a diet Pepsi is so good. Coke Zero, shout out Coke Zero. Oh, dude, I love Coke Zero. Yeah, I it, I had one of those right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> dude. Coke Zero sounds so good. Um, but yeah, I think, and that's another thing is just like find out like circumstances. I don't know. I don't know if you would necessarily agree with this, Doug, but it's like find out circumstances that kind of like help you thrive and create, even if it's like not the best circumstances because i very much like love staying up until five working even yeah. though that's like physically probably not responsible <laughs> yeah no absolutely if like if you can have a ritual around something at all it i think it helps you get into that mindset a lot better yeah yeah so it could be fucking i'm just thinking about like the mean like PBR, the evil PBR. <laughs> <laughs> or even like, this is not like supporting alcoholism whatsoever. Like, yeah, even if like that's the ritual. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so be it, you know. <laughs> yeah, you get a, f I mean, when I was making the want, I would, I would come home, I would drink uh, three evil Millers is the Miller genuine draft is what I call them. I'd be like, <laughs> all right. Boom, we're going to record the, the guitar. And like sometimes it would work, sometimes it didn't. Um, yeah. That's okay because I had the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're just like shitted. And, you know, it's like. <laughs> sometimes, you know, you get past the three millers and it's like, I'm going to watch Meet the Fablemans instead. And <laughs> yeah. there you are. <laughs> yeah. And then three hours later, you're like, damn. 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 Captain Jazz is a stupid idea. I'm just going to watch Meet the Fablemans again. Yeah, I want to go full-time into video editing, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, before we do uh, talk about song recommendations to help you, Tommy, is like, also, like, yeah, editing is, like, where most of them oh. are. It's tedious. It, it's, it's so frustrating. <laughs> but, yeah. So, Doug, do you have any song recommendations for Tommy to help them out with their anxiety and work ethics? Tommy, your situation reminds me a lot of when I was in college and I was I was rushing around trying to be a history major and also be in three bands at once and also working. And um, back then I listened to Des Arcs, Don Taco and his hot sauce toss all the time. Just got a nice little moving along beat. I'm all all about a strong sense of melody and a driving beat. And that song has it in spades, I'd say. 
Um, and then it also reminded me of my favorite show, Home Movies, um, and the Trust Yourself song from that. I thought that would be kind of funny to oh. do. Oh, yeah. I think Home Movies, highly, highly, like, overlooked. I think Under- so, too. It's funny, I've watched like interviews with Brendan Small, the creator, and all he ever does is talk about Metalocalypse, and it's like home movies never existed to him. And it's so crazy to me, because it's such a big part of my life. <laughs> it's, it's just like one of those shows, especially in like that like just era of animation as well. Yeah, um, yeah. shout out the Oblongs. Oh, big shout out the Oblongs. Shout out the Brack show. Shout out the Brack. I can... <laughs> Deep cuts. So yeah, I <laughs> Xavier Renegade Angel, Twelve Ounce Mouse. I'm all about it. Yeah, the freaking. Oh my god, I think uh, uh, Xavier Renegade Angel. Anyways, um, apologies. Yeah, I think Tommy, you got it. You know, unfortunately, when it comes to, I assume you're a creative because you talk about having to make a movie and short film. And it's just like, find what's, just enjoy it. I think as long as you enjoy it and embrace it and just kind of like, you know, like take it all with your chest, you know, and be like, fuck yeah, I got this. Then you got this, you know, nothing is, nothing will stop you. So yeah. Do you, do you have any final last words before we go on to the song? Everything, everything always happens at the same time until it doesn't. So you, it, excuse me it'll all happen and i i believe in you tommy and please send me a link to your movie i want to watch it oh yeah um i will absolutely make sure that happens so tommy i hope you're well i hope you take this advice oh yeah i mean you don't have to take this advice but i hope that it does serve some purpose to you and no matter what if you agreed with everything we said or disagreed with everything we said you got it and just truly all the faith uh you uh yeah uh so we're gonna go into the music and of course uh end the episode thank you so much doug from captain jazz for coming on um do you have any last plugs or anything or I want to give a quick shout out to Willard for running an awesome podcast. Thank you so much, Willard, for having me on. It's honestly a huge honor. Um, I'm really happy that a lot of people have connected with it, and I'm happy to have all these opportunities. And thank you again for having me on. I want to thank uh, Fiat Productions for believing in the project. She's been a huge support since day one. I want to thank um, my buddy who mastered the album, uh he's a huge inspiration to me and the greatest musician i've ever met and so i hope he knows that well thank you to the uh thank you to your buddy who mastered the album the Odd productions because and thank you for you know creating the art that you make and for you know it truly means a lot to have this opportunity to talk to you and i think highlight your music and i think the other important parts of your life um yeah thank y'all oh so much uh i hope to see y'all soon and i love you all this is des arcs uh, don taco and the and his hot sauce toss followed by the trust yourself song from home movies thank y'all so much and talk to you next time bye bye excellent sweet so hell yeah so uh, basically, I realized that, man, the sun set fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't even realize that. Um, anyways, yeah. So, uh, of course, thank you so much for coming on. This is sick. Um, yeah, the episode will be out uh, next Thursday, if you're cool with Perfect. that. Yeah. I um, I feel so bad. I, I just did a, a interview with Not Just a Phase. Mm. And I, oh. I don't know if you want them all coming out at the same time. You, oh, that's a, yeah, honestly, if you can shoot, 
Oh, I can't wait to listen to that, honestly. Um, yeah, no, not just a phase is so fucking sick, dude. Uh, yeah, is coming out next Wednesday. Honestly, I think... I'm kind of into the double tap. I'm into the double tap as well. That is what happened with the look at the bones interview as well. Yeah. And it kind of like, you know, honestly, just like, I'm cool with it. I... I like you know you. I hope they're cool with it. Um, I also they're not. Fuck them if they're not. Also, (laughs) I this platform is like so much smaller in comparison. So it's like who, who, like, yeah, like who cares? You know. I'm. I. I'm also. I'm doing another podcast tomorrow. Everything happens all at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. And then, and then no one's going to think about me for a couple months, I think. And thank God. Yeah. But yeah, thanks again for having me on. I hope I did a good job. I feel like I'm not good at giving advice. No, you're, you did a good job. You know, I, I think it's, I definitely like always what helps is just kind of like, you know, speaking from your heart or not just like speaking like what you know. And I yeah. think like no matter what it, you know, these like whenever people answer, answer questions on this podcast it always kind of goes like a million different ways and like as like you know when it feels like especially in this case versus like the person is just like being themselves and answering it yeah it's good it's quality okay. it's so yeah. see you have a good rest of your night hey thanks so much willard you have a good one thank you Trust yourself. You're an astronaut and you're blowing up the 
you might be gay Run to the hills, cover your face And you just kill yourself Trust yourself What else you gonna do? Trust yourself You gotta fly to the moon Trust yourself You can do it, boy Listen to me, damn it You can do it Trust yourself I'm gonna come there myself And I'll kick you in the if I have to You're an astronaut and you're blowing up the moon! Blow it up, boy! You can do it! Blow up the f***ing moon!